0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق دقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن لربكم في أيام دهركم نفحات ألا فتعرضوا لها وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام إذا كانت ليلة النص من شابان فقوموا ليلها وصوموا يومها فإن الله سبحانه وتعالى ينزل فيها إلى سماء الدنيا فيقول ألا من مستغفر فأغفر له ألا من مسترزق فأرزقه ألا كذا, ألا كذا حتى يطلع الفجر وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام وَعَاطِكُ الَّذِي حَقِّن حَقَّهَ أو قَالَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاتُ وَسَّلَامُ Respected elders and brothers islam عليكم ورحمة الله First of all we express our thanks and shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the many wonderful blessed, and blessed ni'mets and favors that he has given us he continues to give us the food that we eat, the water that we drink, the shelter above our heads the means of transportation that we utilize the health that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, the wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, all these are and favors from his side for which we need to continue thanking him. The greatest, the most virtuous, the most precious of all these favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us iman, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the tawfiq to have true faith and belief in the kalima la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam. Besides focusing on all the material favors and physical ni'mets that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us in this dunya, as human beings, as insan, we tend to forget all the spiritual favors and ni'mat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us from time to time. And He showers us. And sometimes those favors and ni'mat are a blessing in disguise. And it is up to us to recognize when those favors come upon us, take full advantage of those favors, And utilize it to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person is undertaking a journey, when a person wants to travel somewhere, if he is undertaking a journey overseas, whether it is for Umrah, whether it is for Hajj, whether it is travel to another country on a holiday, if it's a long journey, then a person doesn't wake up one day in the morning, book a ticket, pack a small bag, jump on the plane and and he leaves for that journey of his, no. When a person is going for Umrah or Hajj, especially if it is after a long time, then a, pl- a person will take his time to prepare. First, he'll make sure that he finds tickets on the right date. He'll make sure that he secures, his, he secures his accommodation at his destination. He'll make sure that he secures his visas. He'll make sure that he applies for leave from work. He'll make sure that everything he that everything is settled at home. He'll make sure of course in the beginning that he has enough funds for the trip. He will ensure that he prepares adequate adequately for the journey in terms of whatever he needs in terms of his clothing, in terms of his food, etc, his accommodation. And wherever he is he'll try and make he'll try and make arrangements for his travel there as well, his transfers from place to place and for as much preparation, if the, per- the more preparation a person makes for his journey, the more he prepares for his journey, the more necessities and needs that he carries along with him, the easier his journey will be, the easier his stay will be at his destination, and the smoother his journey will go, and the smoother his that travel or that, that trip of his will go. So in the same way, respected friends and elders, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us with very mubarak periods in the year from time to time and we know that this month of Ramadan will be coming and this month of Ramadan when it comes it should not be such that we find ourselves now that the moon of Ramadan is, is sighted and prior to that we were in raflat we were negligent we weren't really paying too much of attention to the coming month of ramadan and now we find ourselves all of a sudden in the month of ramadan and now we need to fast tomorrow we need to wake up for seri and start fasting and we have not really paid much attention to the month to the coming month of ramadan we have not really prepared for the coming month of ramadan and now we find ourselves in the month of ramadan and we have to now we have to now carry ourselves or we have to fulfill the hukuk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the month of Ramadan. If we want the full benefit of the month of Ramadan, if we want our month of Ramadan to go smoothly and with ease and for us to get the full benefit, then it entails us preparing in advance. It entails us preparing in advance ourselves spiritually. There has to be a conscious and concerted effort and a mindset that we are preparing ourselves for the coming month of Ramadan. And as I mentioned, first of all, it takes us to change our mindset that the month of Ramadan is coming. How can I make myself spiritually able and capable of receiving all those blessings in the month of Ramadan? I must ensure first that I start regulating my five daily salah. I am performing my five daily salah. I'm not missing out any salah. I must ensure that I'm doing so with Jama'at in a masjid. I must try and start giving up all those bad deeds that I might be involved in, those sins, those bad habits that I have. Because we know once the month of Ramadan comes, then it is a month in which we are supposed to bring about a change. It is a month in which we are supposed to bring about a change, a revolution in our life. And it will not be so easy for us to just give up something all of a sudden, even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-arabhi's and karam, if He gives a person a tawfiq to do so, then a person will do so in the month of Ramadan. And many people, when the month of Ramadan comes, then automatically they leave out what they might be involved in, whatever haram they might be involved in, whether it is intoxicants, whether it is looking at haram, listening to haram, watching of haram. But in order for our Ramadan to go smoothly, we should prepare in advance. Start ensuring that we are building up a ta'alluk and link with the Quran. Because if we want the full benefit of the month of Ramadan, then of course we know the month of Ramadan is the month of the Quran. Shaharul Ramadan al Ladi Quran. The month of Ramadan was was revealed the Quran was revealed in the month of Ramadan. The commencement of the revelation of the Quran was in the month of Ramadan. Direct Ta'alluk and link of the Quran with the month of Ramadan, the full benefit and the full mercy. Of the month of Ramadan comes with us linking ourselves up with the Quran. So we should try and do so, start preparing for the month of Ramadan in advance. In a hadith, Nabi Sama has mentioned that, Inna lirabbikum fi ayyami dhahrikum nafahat. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you in the days of your life certain special occasions as gifts, certain special occasions, Mubarak days and nights, Allah فَتَعَرَّضُوا لَهَا You should present yourself forward for these Mubarak times, these Mubarak opportunities and take full benefit of them. In the same way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of His mercy, out of His karam, and as I mentioned, sometimes we fail to recognize the spiritual bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Next week, you will be getting or you will be experiencing a very blessed and Mubarak night in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is also a, pre- a preliminary to the month of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of His mercy also, He has given it to us as also as a preparation for the month of Ramadan. And that of course is Laylatul Niswim in Sha'ban, the 15th night of Sha'ban, Laylatul Barat as they call it. And in the ahadith, there are many different virtues that have been mentioned. And according to some Mufassirin, some ayat have also been revealed regarding this Mubarak night. And just to mention one hadith, one riwayat regarding it. Of course the ulama have gave different commentary regarding the strength of the hadith narrated regarding this night. But ulama have mentioned that when there are so many riwayat that have been revealed regarding this night that it is not possible for us to negate its, its virtue and its greatness and that it is sacred. And one hadith Nabi has mentioned, إِذَا كَانَتْ لَيْلَةُ النِسْفِ مِنْ شَعْبَانِ When the 15th night of Shaban comes along. فَقُومُ لَيْلَهَا wasumu نَهَارَهَا That you should spend that night in ibadat. Spend that night in ibadat. wasumu نَهَارَهَا And also fast the day that comes after it. Fast the day that comes after it. فَإِنَّ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى يَنزِلُ فِيهَا إِلَى سَمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا Because on the 15th night of Shaban, and this is mentioned that this takes place from the time that the that the sun sets on this fifteenth night. inna Allahu subhanahu wa ta'ala dunya. Literally the hadith mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the first sky. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the first sky. Of course, we cannot think or fathom that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has or 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 he, he is or he, he travels or he moves like how insan moves and of course Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot the, 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 the we find that space and time is actually the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself so a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot emp- encompass Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so بشأنه, however whatever is according to the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala some ulama mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala focuses his special mercy on the first guy on this 15th night of Sha'ban, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala actually makes announcements. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala actually makes announcements on this 15th night of Sha'ban, and this commences from the time the sun sets. Allah min Mustaqfirin fa'auqfir Allah. Is there no one that is seeking forgiveness? I will forgive him. Allah min Mustazqin fa'arzuqah. Is there no one that is seeking sustenance? I will grant him sustenance. أَلَا mubtalan fa Is there no one that is afflicted with some type of difficulty? I will give him afiyat, I will give him a way out of his difficulty. Allah كَذَا ala And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, makes different announcements to the people, whoever has this need and that need, then he should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant it to him. So respected friends and elders, this Mubarak night of the 15th of Shaaban will also be coming along, And as I mentioned, as a preparation for the month of Ramadan, we should take full advantage of this night, in that we should try and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, try and get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this 15th of Sha'ban. This will be a means of us also preparing for the month of Ramadan. For a person to get those blessings in the month of Ramadan, a person has to have a certain ability, a certain capability. So we should try and to our utmost... Prepare ourselves adequately for the month of Ramadan. Our uh, alama, our kabirin have mentioned that Hazrat Muaynus Patel Saab used to mention that when a person is at the Niagara Falls and a person wants to collect some water but he has his bucket upside down, no matter how long he is standing at the Niagara Falls, the biggest waterfall in the world. If he has his bucket upside down, he will not collect even a drop of water. So in the same way, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us these Mubarak days and nights, then we should have our bucket the right side up. We should want to receive that mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should want to bring about those changes in our lives. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us all the tawfiq to do so, to, to take advantage of these Mubarak nights and days that are coming. Secondly, respected friends and elders, we know that inshallah there will be a nikah taking place now. So just to mention a few words regarding nikah. We know that when a husband and wife, when a person gets married to his wife, then there are certain hukuk, there are certain rights that a person has to fulfill towards his wife. There are certain rights that the wife has to fulfill towards her husband. And so on. Besides the husband and wife, there are... Whatever relationship a person has, whether it is between parent and child, whether it is between employee and employer, father and son, and whatever other relationship a person has, then everyone has to fulfill certain rights and certain hukuq to one another. And we find that our ulama used to tell us, Hazrat Muhammad Patel sahab used to also say, that nowadays everyone, everyone is demanding and worrying about their own rights being fulfilled. That me as a wife, my right is not being fulfilled. Me as a husband, my my right is not being fulfilled. Me as an employee, my right is not being fulfilled. As an employer, my right is not being fulfilled. As a father, as a mother. But if everyone had to worry more about, about what rights they need to fulfill towards the other, and less about what rights have to be fulfilled towards them, then you will find that every single person's rights will be fulfilled. If the husband had to pay more attention to how much he needs to fulfill the wife's rights, and the wife also pays more attention to how much she has to fulfill the husband's rights, and so on. We find that everyone's rights will be fulfilled, and everyone will be happy. In the hadith, it is mentioned on one occasion, Nabi when the sahaba came from Makkah, Makarramah to Medina Tayyibah, then Nabi, he brought about brotherhood between certain sahaba, so we found we find that he paired Hazrat Salman <laughs> with a sahabi, by the na- a, sahabi, a sahabi by the name of Abu Darda <laughs> So on one occasion Salman came to the house of Abu Darda and he saw his wife there. And he saw that his wife was, wasn't in a very good condition, she was looking quite disheveled, she wasn't looking very clean and she did not look like someone who was presentable, someone who had a husband. So in those days the woman, in those days the women were expected to look good for their husbands. Nowadays, we find before marriage, all the girls they want to doll themselves up and look good so that they can find a husband. And once they get married, thereafter, they forget about dolling themselves up for their husband. Khair, we find that this Abu Darda, عنه, Salman, sees the wife of Abu Darda, عنه, she is not looking very good. So he questions and he asks her that. What is what, what is what happened? What is wrong with you? So she says to him that, this husband of mine Abu Darda he does not have any care for the dunya, he is not worried about the dunya, he is fasting every single day, he is spending the whole night in ibadat, he doesn't even have any time for me, and he is not worried about the dunya. So Salman went up to him, he went and he spent the night with him. So first at the time of supper, he told, he told Abu Darda Anhu that come and eat. So it wasn't a time of supper, perhaps it was the daytime. So Abu Darda Anhu said to him, no, I'm fasting. So Salman r.a. to such an extent, he told him, I'm not going to, eat, going to eat until you eat. I'm not going to eat until you eat. So actually, he made him break his fast. And Ulama mentioned it's permissible for a person, if he's fasting an nafil fast, to break his fast if he has a guest at his house and thereafter he can keep the fast after that. And then when it came to the night time, then during the night we find that Abu Darda, he woke up to go and perform some ibadat. It was quite early in the night. So Salman told him, no, you go and sleep away. So he slept away for a while, then he woke up again. And he said he's going to perform some ibadat. So Salman told him, no, you need to go and sleep. There has to be a balance. You can't spend the entire night in ibadat. Of course, if a person has reached that level where he spends some nights in Ibadat, we cannot stop him. But there has to be a balance. He has to spend some time in Ibadat, some time for rest. He cannot neglect his family. And thereafter, Salman said to Abu Dardar on the next day, that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a right over you. You yourself have a right over yourself. You have to fulfill your needs. When it is a time to eat, you should eat. When it is a time to rest, you should rest. وَإِنَّ لِأَهْلِكَ عَلَيْكَ حَقٌّ Your family also has a right over you. Your wife, according to one rewrite, وَإِنَّ لِزَوْجِكَ عَلَيْكَ حَقٌّ your, your wife also has a right over you. If you need to fulfill her rights, then you have your duty towards her, then you have to do so. You should not neglect her. حَقَّ So give every single person who deserves a right his right. Give every single person who deserves a right, his right. As I mentioned, nowadays we find people are more demanding the rights that they, want, that they for themselves rather than worrying about fulfilling the rights towards others. People who actually do not even have any God-given right are demanding their right. A person now wants to demand the right to be a woman if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him a man. A person now wants to demand the right to marry another man if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him a man and he's supposed to marry a woman. That is how warped and how abnormal society has become. So Salman said to him, فَعَتَكُ you, you should fulfill your right, the right of everyone who deserves your right. And thereafter when the matter was taken to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa the Nabi mentioned Sadaqa Salman. Salman has spoken the truth. So respected friends and elders, especially in this nikah or in marriage, if a person has to worry more about the right that he is supposed to fulfill towards his wife, and the wife also, it takes two hands to clap, the wife also worries more about the rights that she has to fulfill towards her husband besides her own rights. Of course, if your right has to be fulfilled, then you—you you should if you need it to be fulfilled and it's not being fulfilled, then there are ways and means also of trying to resolve those matters. But the focus should be on how you can fulfill the right of the next person and not how, not worrying too much about why your right is not being fulfilled. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to take advantage of the blessed days and nights that are coming to prepare adequately for the month of Ramadan. Allah give us taufiq.